Today I'm joined by Natasha Bernardi, Academy Head of Player Care, Kick It Out Ambassador, Football Coach and a massive fan of Carolina Maracci. This is On and Off The Pitch. Welcome back to On and Off The Pitch. In the last pod, uh, the news of LCL new head coach had just broken on Twitter and on their website and I for one was not up to speed in terms of who the icon was in terms of uh, Carolina Moracci. But today all things will be put right. I am joined by Natasha Bernardi, uh, Academy Head of Player Care and so much more. Hello, Natasha. Hi, how are you already? I'm, I'm very good and I'm really glad that you were able to come on and talk about someone who's really inspired you because I, I, I am so behind and not up to speed. You can educate me on this, what can I say, icon of, of the women's game. You can definitely define Carolina Moracha as an icon. Um, okay. First of all, I want really to thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to talk about the person that inspired me to be in the game and to progress in the game. So it's, I feel really privileged of that. Thank you so well, much. Well, no, thank you. I mean, you know, sometimes you say something on a podcast or in a conversation and you don't know enough about something and you reached out and you said, you know, exactly what you just said now. She was an inspiration to you. And I was like, wow, I, 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 I'm, I'm so blinkered. And that's the difficulty for me, someone who's coming into the women's game really, really late, that I don't know everything. I don't know everything. And what I do know is very limited in terms of what I see in the diet of, of football on television within this country. And it's beyond the borders of this country. And you can you can educate me and everyone else who's listening. So that's great. Thank you. Well, Carolina Murace, uh, well, let's start. Uh, her career is very big. I think mm -hmm. if you just explore any Wikipedia or any website. Um, so she started very young playing football um and uh they uh, she and when she started she was already so good that uh, when she was 14 she got into the national team and i think they really liked her or she really she played very well because she wore about 153 caps and uh, um being uh, and scoring 105 goals with the national uh team so mm. quite high level yeah um but I think what is, uh, beside her career, that everyone can go, as I said before, on Wikipedia and check her career as a footballer. I think she is iconic because she uh, broke every possible ceiling. So I saw her playing back in the 90s with the Milan jersey, um, just right after I fell in love with football, um, which was during the Italian Novanta. Uh, so Italian 90s, um, because I'm from Italy, as you can guess from my accent. Uh, <laughs> And uh, she has, uh, so she, she was a uh, kind of a, a iconic, like very good stri uh, striker. Uh, but uh, more than that, um, she always was, uh, she was always outspoken about the condition of uh, um, women's football. And as soon as she came out from, so she, she finished her career in the middle of the 90s, 97, if I'm correct, 98, she graduates as a lawyer. 99, she gets a, a license as a coach and start coaching women in Lazio, where she uh, she was a player before. But she was the first woman in Italy, and I underline that, to get to coach a League One team as Viterbese of men. 
So she was the first woman absolutely uh, on the bench of um, of a male team. And she was very well respected. They, unfortunately, uh, uh, her, her spell, Viter uh, Beze, didn't last long. Let's say they have a kind of a, a histrionic uh, precedent to go to. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think um, even though she, I think she uh, she left, so she joined in preseason in the summer, and then she left after two games in September because uh, her staff was sent away. So she's like, if I cannot work with my staff, then I'm leaving. Um, so yeah, uh, after that, she was uh, manager of uh, uh, so she was the manager of Italy for Italian women. She always played. Uh, she always. Uh, coaching the women game and together with that uh, international wise so she coached I the Italian team for 2000-2005 then uh, she was uh, uh, in Canada she coached the Canadian uh, women team in 2009 then she left because she, they didn't do well during the World Cup and then she went to she coached Trinidad and Tobago but alongside all that, she was always working um, as a pundit in the Italian television. And um, I'm so sorry that you guys don't speak Italian because the way, no, it's true. Because well, the I way feel sorry now the way you've explained it. I feel sorry for myself. <laughs> the way she breaks down the games is so technical. Like there is, it's exactly comparing the way you have pundit here in the in the in the England in the English uh, games in the Premier League or at the level of uh, Alex Scott at the level of uh, uh, Emma Hayes when she she's a pundit or she taught she comments uh, she commented the games it's a very technical very analytical very very uh, straight to the game and I so I, I really like her, and she's was the first. She has been the first woman being in the Hall of Fame of the Italian uh, football, which is in 2014. So that all, so that is her breaking all the uh, ceilings, and for me, that's why it's a big inspiration. Yeah, I want to I want to take you back to something you said uh, 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 when you were giving a really good explanation and background over her career. When she went to manage the the men's team, can you? Can, I, I missed the name totally because you said it so quickly. What was the name of the team? Viterbese. Uh, it's a long name. Viterbese. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What was what was the reaction of the other teams' managers towards Carolina, and what was the reaction in the media to her taking that role? So uh, she speaks, she writes about it. She she wrote a book uh, that came out two years ago uh, in Italian, of course, and she writes about uh, and she about this experience. And so the media were long, long talking about this, but also they thought there was a kind of, um, they put in a way that sounded like, oh, Gaucci, because this president in, has a long history in Italy of being quite strong, quite, you know, somebody that likes to be on the news, a little bit uh, egocentristic uh, view. So they thought it was that uh, that is the new way for Gochi to get a little bit of attention towards a team that is uh, a C1 team. So, uh, like compared to here, a League One, probably League Two team. Mm -hmm. uh, about her, uh, because she has always been the radar as a professional, and I think that is one of the biggest things of her. She comes across very professional that knows a lot about 
herself she had she showed a lot what she could have done on the pitch so her let's say her achievements and awards uh speaks more than words so i think uh, it was uh, it came just as a surprise uh but also they were all curious about what is she's going to bring here and uh, that will her career as a player match what she uh, her career as a um as a coach it was at the very start of her career so they were uh, they, they were cautious and it was on the news a little bit but I wouldn't say so much and when they interview the interview the funny part is that they interview mainly the president of so Gauchi the president mm -hmm. of the team instead of interviewing her which I found it quite peculiar in a way um, is, it, is it really yeah is it no seriously is it the misogynistic point of view was it really <laughs> like it's not it, we we all are shaped by the misogyny of the world doesn't matter who we are so when you say it's strange I, no as strange as like now that i'm living here strange in the yeah. sense that well you usually you tend to interview a coach that moves somewhere instead of interview a president yeah. that like you hear even now but they were the early 2000 in italy so football was a man thing yeah. and probably still is um so that is was why the question was uh, to the the president not to her in a way mm. uh but she has what is uh, striking me if you read about the relationship that why she got that job like she she highly Carolina uh, highly speaks about Gauci and how he trusted uh, uh, he trusted her they had a good conversation and she felt trusted and that's why she took on that challenge um and he's at the at the start it seemed that they uh, he had been knowing her in a way because she was around Lazio and Viterbese is close to Lazio in a way Viterbo is a, a town close in in Lazio region so it seems that there was a reasoning linked to football more than late for on on her side if you read uh, through the book at least that's what I was able to understand um but it didn't last long um so and then she stayed in the women's game um longer uh, mm. but i think um if you hear her talking if you hear her, she's also uh, carolina is also giving uh, lectures because uh, is a, she's a wafer ambassador and she's also giving lecture lecture at times uh, for specific courses coaches uh, she's a pro licensed coach mm. um and she's really analytic in the way she sees the game uh for men and women um and uh, uh, it's very peculiar how she identifies characteristic that uh, in the male game that she wants to bring in the women's game in a way but yeah. also the the peculiarity of the women game the, like how to work on on uh, the group much more than on individuals so the group has uh, and uh, uh, how to be sure that you give uh, players an environment where they feel um, they feel at ease to be able to be creative. So I think she has a lot of uh, knowledge in that sense, if it makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, you've, you've, I mean, I had a number of questions that I had lined up to ask you, and you've covered so many of them already. But there, there are things that you've mentioned. I mean, she's she's a, she's such a strong figure for you. She's an iconic figure in the world of women's football. I mean, where does she stand in the realm of football in terms for you and other coaches? I mean, 
how do you regard her apart from being an icon is she the go-to person that you would think of for, for women's football because for, for someone who's joined and started to follow women's football very late and is and is you know blinkered by what we see and i receive here um for someone has that has that kind of history has she been able to 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 go abroad and, and manage i know she's managed in canada but i mean I'm surprised that she's ended up in at London City Lionesses. Considering what you said, I, I mean, I like London City Lionesses, but with the wealth of knowledge that you've just kind of unveiled, and I'm like thinking, wow, if she's on the level of Emma Hayes, analytically as a commentator, if she's at so far ahead of the game as she was back in 2000, that you know, a, a, um, the owner of a, a men's football club can co say with confidence, "I'm employing you." Because most conversations with men back then, they didn't even have to, they couldn't even bother to talk about women's football because they didn't think it was important. That's the truth. Back in 2000, that's the context. I'm, I'm wondering, has the football in this country missed a trick and not brought her over to manage the team in the WSL if she was so well regarded in Italian football? So I think, I think, uh, I'm, you know, I think her knowledge, yes, she has been abroad, yes, she has, man but she, I think managing clubs team and managing um, national teams are completely two different things. Mm -hmm. um, and she has done great things in Lazio and in AC Milan. Uh, and also she worked a little bit in uh, giving hands to, to the youth development side of uh, AC Milan uh, women, of course, mm -hmm. and uh, Lazio. And I think what, on my opinion, what attracts her is that she sees the potential for for her to experiment new things that she's seen as progressive of football uh, within an environment where women football is taken into a, a consideration at a high level. Um, I have the feeling that she has good, uh, a high, um, let's say a high, she's got to put a high uh, standard bar for London City Lionesses, Prog mm -hmm. probably she has a project with them. Mm. The fact that uh, they took also on board uh, Nicola Williams, who is also her partner in life. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they have been working together in, in other reality, um, probably will help each other because her vision, yes, is international, but uh, mostly of her career has been done in Italy. She also has done all her qualification in Italy. So mm. I think, and she is a really good uh, student of the game. So she wants to understand and apply things that she sees that might new, be innovative about getting good results. Mm. Um, so I wonder if she can bring a little bit of uh, the Italian men's side or the Italian principle of play within the team uh, or maybe tweak and uh, use what she what she can she knows with what is available now she studies a lot the game so i'm mm -hmm. sure she will come in in pre-season having a good study plus she's a good friend of hope powell i don't know if you know that okay yes okay because they play to uh, against each other but also i know they are good friends so i wonder if uh, she can get a little bit of a hint and support there from okay hope. i mean you, you've touched on something that i wanted to ask you anyway in terms of what she might do, how she might implement her strategy for London City Lionesses. What does that mean in terms of team formation? What does that mean in terms of defensive approach, attack? What is it, you know, style of play? So, 
I'm not sure about Team Formation. I know she is a big advocate of uh, overloading, so try to be uh, uh, overloading both in defense and offense. Uh, try to dominate the game uh, with possession of the ball and creating space to go forward. Um, I know she wanted, I, I heard that she wanted to try the counter attacking um more effectively because in a uh, prior um prior to that she was using a lot of ag a lot aggressive pressing with man-to-man uh, -man marking but protecting the um defensive line so covering the defensive line but mm. uh um she had a spell in Lazio but didn't uh, didn't last long after she was thinking about uh i heard that thinking about i would like to try a little bit more what counter-attacking uh, fast counter-attacking means in my in my in my game however she thinks that uh I, she was talking at the time how in that you need a very um uh, you need the mental attitude to be able to do that in an effective way uh i think she will coach mainly she wants to coach a lot in the two brackets out of possession and in possession um she believes that in italy uh that like working a lot like out of possession was not coached enough whereas she thinks that is actually one of the things that you need to coach so basically i uh, i strongly believe that you will see an aggressive team um try to end a lot of pressing um and probably try to press like to to start from the back as usual it is and press high and try to move all the 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 team forward that's mm. what i would think she will bring yeah i mean i'm i'm as you're saying that uh counter counter attacking aggressive i'm thinking lots of speed work training in pre-season happening lots of drills and london city linus says they've lost a host of players and due to different reasons players out of contract two really good defensive players uh harley bennett and uh, carly girasoli carly girasoli as signed for hearts women really good center back and i'm not thinking this these are the kind of players i'm sure that she would have wanted to work with but they've got to bring in new players now that are going to buy in not so much buy in but also get to the level that she wants them to get to i've watched london city lionesses for a couple of seasons now they're a really good outfit they've got a good ethos good way about them um, and they like to play football on the ground to bring in an italian coach who wants to um play counter-attacking football but also possessive in possession means that you're going to have to have people who are technically able in the park to find players in space in between the lines and I'm, I'm i was concerned when i saw so many players leave in one go because any club it's difficult uh but hearing what you've said now about carolina i'm thinking okay maybe her expertise and her knowledge and everything else that she has as a player and a coach uh, as a head coach will move the team on in a, in a level that they probably wasn't going to get to maybe for another two years maybe this is what they need you know it's a jolt because they were quite close last season in terms of the race for promotion and when you tailed off a little bit i suppose you kind of feel a little bit jaded as players you need some fresh thinking and maybe this is what they need and it would be really interesting to see how that works out for them so yeah I, i'm kind of excited <laughs> i'm excited I'm very excited as well. Um, I haven't seen her in action in a long while as a coach, um, but uh, I'm excited. I also, 
uh, I'm also keen to see how the combination of her thinking with the combination of uh, uh, the assistant coach Nicola mm. or Nicola uh, will work. Uh, I know they. I have the feeling they won't. They won't be like a head coach and assistant coach. It will be more a co-coaching situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Nicola has been worked very hard in Italy to get the Italian. Uh, equivalent of the uh, UEFA or Pro License, one of the two, yeah. I know that has been very supportive because whatever, her, even though she had already the qualification, for example, they were not matching what uh, it was required for the Italian Federation. So that tells a lot how they cooperate uh, and how they are um, working together. Also, I'm aware that Nicola, for example, has already a spell in the England, so understand a little bit the, the, the system as well. I have, and well, another thing that I like about Carolina is not that this is my way or the highway. She looks at really at the player. She looks at what she can bring, and she can to implement what is there uh, to to um, towards an objective. So yes, there might, and the fact that she's coming up now might have an influence on who is going to be on board in terms of, as you say, new players or old players and how to utilize better the, the old players to create an environment that she, as I said before, she likes creativity, but to, to be creative, you need an environment that allows you to do that. And that yeah. will, and it would be very interesting um, that seeing her building up there, because most of the time, if you see the history of Carolina, she comes up, uh, uh, half season or she leaves just uh, at the start of the season so it would be interesting to see if she can carry on and um, and see what from here maybe in January we can see in the London City Lionesses happening oh gosh it's, uh, January that's I mean the season I can't wait for it to start and I don't know as soon as it starts you're thinking oh gosh is it is it that time already um, the question is, is there a possibility of players from Italy coming over to play in the championship to follow her? I hope so, in a way. So we saw um, until last year in the WSL, we just had Galli that played for Everton. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Mm-hmm. This year we are going to have uh, Martina Piemonte coming again to Everton. She is the uh, Golden Boot uh, winner in Italy. So she is the highest scorer in Italy of the last season. Uh, still a mystery why she has not been picked up uh, in the national team, but I'm not uh, here to talk about her. So I hope that could be one. I also wonder if the panorama, the international panorama for City Lioness will change. I don't think Carolina just looks to the Italian, um, to the Italian championship. I think she has a broader mind and the broader knowledge of uh, of football. So I wouldn't be surprised if we'll see some names or from some countries that we are not so used to coming up. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, and as you say that, any suggestions? Any rumours? Not rumours. Uh, it was, I think it was in, uh, say, I was following Italian news and it was, uh, everyone was very surprised of Carolina, of the announcement of uh, mm. Carolina be, uh, being in England. It took a little bit of a while, actually, to Italian media to catch up on the news. Uh, I think she announced it after the London City Lionesses announced it. So people mm. were just uh, uh, trying to follow up on that. There are, so everyone was more 
um, stable on the fact that she was to be she was supposed to be one of the commentators of the um, World Cup for the Italian for Italian TV, and I think she will be. And that's why I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if some names that we don't necessarily know will come oh. up. Do you see oh. what? I mean? <laughs> because oh. if she is there, she can oh. see teams, she can see oh. players. Oh, and I have get conversation. it. I get so, it. You, 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 I didn't know where you were going with that, but I get it now. That's good. Okay. So that'll be interesting. And to be honest, most managers do that. So the fact that she's going to be commentating, you do a bit of scouting, you have to do your research, see players' strengths, weaknesses, areas of development. It absolutely makes total sense. It really does. I, I, I mean, I think you've literally gone over everything. Great. I think you have. And I'm looking at that. I've got some questions at the side and I'm thinking, yeah, I think there's one thing that she, she as a player, said it, this is on her Wikipedia page. If you haven't checked it out, please do. Um, she's won, she's won uh, the title as a player 12 times. Yeah, 12 times. 12 yeah. times. Is there a statue of her somewhere in Italy? Today? Absolutely not. There is no statue at all. Uh, there should be, in my opinion. But as I said, she... a mural, a mural. <laughs> She well, what they did is giving her in like the, she was the first one in, in the Hall of Fame for football in Italy, but that was an opening door for others. Um, but yeah, but she was also twelve times uh, uh, Golden Boot in Italy, eleven times consecutively, which for me is, is like uh, just reading that I was like, okay. I put so my 12... head in my hands and I'm thinking. For all of the strikers at London City Lionesses, don't say, don't ask questions <laughs> as to shooting practice. Just do. Just do. No, but um, I, I, she, and one thing that I have to say about her, she's quite approachable as a person. So even though sometimes she, come, she comes across very straightforward, um, she's quite blunt in, in speaking if you speak to her, but she's very approachable. Um, and she's very uh, strong. So I like her, and that's why I like her overall, because it's not just breaking ceilings, but what she, uh, she, she, what she is is what she says and, and what she preaches. So there is no, you, you can see a consistency of the person and she, uh, of the person uh, she is and the person that is coming out in the media. Uh, and I like, uh, and uh, she's very honest. Um, uh, and, yeah, and I think this is a way, on my opinion, the fact that she's here, uh, I, I will ha I have the feeling that it will have a, a stronger impact also in the Italian side of football, which is needed for women. So I'm sure no matter what, how she's going to be doing here, there will be eyes on her. Uh, there will be eyes on Martina uh, Piemonte and a little bit more on Gali. And I think that is so needed for the Italian uh, women football side of things. So yeah. I'm very glad that this is happening. Okay, I, I want to actually get you to expand on that, please, for me, because in terms of Carolina's wealth of experience as a manager, no mention of the national team for Italy. Yeah, so no, she was uh, in Italy long for uh, 2000, 2005 as a, as yeah. a manager. Yeah. Uh, then uh, she, she moved on, has been moved on. Um, Right now, there is uh, uh, Bertolini, who is, um, again, a, another former player as well. Uh, there are controversial 
view on uh, her being still a manager after the Euros, but here she is. She's still the manager. She She's in Australia right now. I think overall the situation of uh, Italian uh, football in uh, the, if we need to think about how football women football here is here in the uh, in England and comparing to how it's a is like a baby born in Italy and I don't think the approach of the uh, federation is the same here it's there is a clear approach that and with all the limits i'm not saying it's perfect but there is a clear approach we want more women involved in football at any possible level and try to um and try also to spread out not just you know we want more diverse women because society here in english is so diverse we want uh so i think that is a clear message maybe it's it has still to take on, but this is what you perceive. There are so many events, even for the um, for the kickoff of the uh, of England. So there are the federation is trying to build up events. Mm. I have not seen that in Italy happening. Uh, if you think about the amount of games here, they show sixty games in Italy. They will show fifteen uh, overall of the World Cup. Yes. Uh, that is already a difference. Uh, yes, it will be on national TV, but the, when I said, yeah, we are going to have six years, like, oh, we were happy for 15. Um, I think, I personally think the way they train uh, and the way they, the, the way they portray Italian football in Italy is not the way portrayed uh, women's football here in the UK. I think here is you know, you go on the news, you read about it when when it's on, or even when they were the transfer market, it was very professional and how athletes, they were talking about high-performance athletes in a way that high-performance athletes, independently of the gender, are portrayed in the media, like in BBC News or in Sky News, whatever. In Italy, it's much more, more gossipy most of the time in terms of, or more about the beauty of the player and and uh, not really skilled based mm -hmm. and i think that is something that we need to change to allow also a difference in the game and we don't need we need it we don't forget the fact that italy become the players became professionals last july yeah that is like very short time ago uh yeah. but there are Say so. There are very good team like Roma that have very solid project in a uh, a little bit on uh, like in a in in a really serious way in terms of women football. Uh, Juventus is the same. So there are some clubs that are investing seriously. But my question is, um, and that will be a little bit controversial here. Like, is how much is the federation is the Italian federation is seriously believing that actually women football is a thing? Or are they doing that because in Europe everybody's doing that, so we can't not do that. Otherwise, somebody's going to point the fingers to us. That okay. is my take. Uh, do you know what? We've kind of veered away a little bit, but I'm glad we've gone down this path because I want you to come back and talk about that specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll get more time because as much as you say that the 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 approach here is much more professional. I mean, I'm late to to, to women's football. I would say that when I started to follow, there wasn't the, 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 the back page stories about women's football. And I think in the last four or five years, there are certain journalists who are really high profile, but a lot of the conversations that I've been involved with have been with fans who have talked about the game 
in the same way as they talk about men's football. And it's taken, I think, from the ground up for that change to happen. And newspapers have gone, along with social media, there's something happening there. We need to do something about it. So I get what you're saying about the FA not doing enough, but I think sometimes the conversation, which is gossipy, needs to change. But the conversation from a fan-based, we need to, that's when you start to call out, not just the FA, media. You call them out and say, you're not doing enough. Yeah, in Italy, unfortunately, that is one of the things. And, you know, the fact that there are, all, there are some media that are really striving to portray to players and teams, but I think not the big medias. It mm. seems that, but that is not just, I, I have to say that I'm talking about Italy in this case. Uh, this is unfortunately everything around uh, we, uh, uh, women's involved in high profile sports. So it tends to be a little bit gossipy more in the news, more than actually performative, which is a shame because you are losing whatever, like you are losing really inspiring and conversation or inspiring moments that can lead other people to go towards that route. Uh, could be young, you know, young tennis player, could be young football players, could be anything. But if you start, a if that conversation doesn't change, and I'm glad that people like Carolina Murace and uh, uh, Katia Serra, who is another former uh, player who is uh, in the media in Italy, they are trying to elevate the profile. So mm. uh, not just of football, of, but women involved in football, women that came from football. I think that is a way to change, to ch start to change conversation. Yes, we can change conversation from the bottom, but I think there should be a matchup on the top because yeah. otherwise, they stay in one way and then the, the top is like, oh, they like gossiping. So let's just talk about gossiping. Whereas I think people like that and hopefully other journalists that um, um, I don't know, uh, probably there are, but in Italy, but I'm not, I don't follow them. They need to change the conversation in a more positive way. Uh, but I think there is, I like the fact that there is these influences within Europe and internationally that more women are coming into the game to change the game and bring back in their country something that they learn uh, and to try to modify the history everywhere they go and everywhere they're coming from. Yeah, really good. I'm going to, I said, we, I'm going to ask you to come back and talk about that in depth because I think there's so much to talk about. Uh, we'll end with uh, Carolina, London City Lionesses. The club finished third last season which for them was a good season. Is she and her management team already on a very difficult path because of the, the heights that the club reached last year? New management team coming in, new culture, players moving on, new players coming in. Where do you see um, them finishing? And I know it's really difficult to ask this question now and it's unfair of me, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> where do you... <laughs> Where do you see the club I think or, or being within the season? Where do you see them? I think she's coming here to go to the WSL. Uh, she did a, She wasn't precious on that. That's what she's aiming to. Uh, and I, I think she has a mentality that when the challenge is, uh, uh, is hard, I'm going to play harder. So I think she's not scared about that. Actually, she, I, I think she got the challenge because of that. I think she wants to go and prove everyone that her team and for her team, I'm not just talking about the team per se, but her coaching, her staff team is on point and can go there. 
Uh, I have the feeling it will be uh, that is the aim also, also for Charlton and other teams. So I will be really interested. Charlton has been banging to go up yeah. in the WSL for quite a while. So that would be an interesting for me to, to see how it develops. Um, I hope she can get at the top. Uh, I think uh, she might met, end up in matching up what has happened this season. Uh, to be more realistic, if things goes very bad, I think she might be m mid uh, uh, mid the table, but I don't think so. I think her aim is to get back on in zero time to the WSL, um, or the worst come the worst, get at least a third, the second spot. But she doesn't like the second spot. I, I think she wants. <laughs> well, for someone who's won it. So as a player, twelve times that coming second doesn't seem like no. What second? What second? Well, <laughs> no they, she was second so much in terms of uh, she was part of Italy uh, and she was uh, uh, they were twice uh, vice European European champions and I think it, it, that didn't sit very well with her. That's why she if she comes in, she comes here to win and to win high and to prove everyone who took her away the team back in Italy and uh, uh, that she she's right so I, I I hope she gets where she wants but I think we will see a lot of battling at the at the top of the table I think and I like the fact that the, ch the championship is becoming so challenging in a way because mm. I think the, that tells a lot about the race of the game overall in England it's not just about the WSL there is a lot going on and team yeah, are yeah. growing yeah, yeah. Here. Will, will you come down to watch a game? Of will course. You... I'm even coming down to see one of the trainings if I can. Okay, we'll talk about that, definitely. Right, I'm going to say let's stop it here because you've covered a lot. I like the way you've ended it in terms of possibilities, probabilities and predictions. I do <laughs> like that. They'll like that. Uh, Natasha, it's been really nice spending time talking to you. You've really... I am now much more learned on uh, Carolina and her methods and her approach. And yeah, and I'm excited and brilliant. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Rodney, for having me today and to let me speak about my idol. And yeah. please go and watch, if it happens on YouTube, some clips of her playing in the 90s. It's quite well, interesting. Well, I'll, I'll look for that and maybe you can hi highlight them to me so that we can find them and, and, and add them to this, to this link. Um, one, of one of the best. Right, um, I'll say goodbye to you on here, but don't go anywhere because we can have a little after chat. Um, that's it for this episode. Um, that was uh, Natasha Bernardi. Uh, I, I didn't even ask you, is it head coach, head of? I'm a coach. Uh, just a coach. Yeah, just, just a coach. A, you're not just a coach. Exactly. That's what Hope Power told me. It's like when, once I went to her and said, I'm, uh, I just coach under nine. And she looked at me straight and I was like, you do not just coach under nine. You coach under nine. Like, you're a okay. coach. You're, you're, yeah, you're a coach. You're a coach. You're, not, you're a coach. Um, thank you, Natasha Bernardi. That was Natasha Bernardi. I'm Rodney Cyrus. Uh, this is On and Off the Pitch. We were talking about Carolina Maracci, the icon who's now the head coach of London City Lionesses. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.